These are the six skills it takes to become a good leader. How do you lead an organization and the people in it? My name is Desi Mayer and I've been doing both of these for over 15 years. Now it's time for me to give back and help leaders across the country. In this podcast, I share the lessons that I've learned from competing at the highest of levels in sports and small business. Buckle up, it's time to lead. This is episode number 20 of the Lead Podcast with Desi Maynard and Jeremy Klein. Leadership is a skill. Jeremy, it's great to have you on today. Hey, thanks for having me. Back at it. Let's go. It's been a minute. Hey, so leadership is a skill. We get asked this question all the time, um, most often from young leaders who are just getting in the game. They just got promoted maybe, and they want to know, you know, are you born or bred? Is this a natural thing or can I learn how to do this? You know, and I always I always give them the answer that I love of yes. <laughs> Meaning it's both kind of, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a spoiler right there. But kind of from my perspective, there are certain personalities and people, environments, role models that have built us that it does come more naturally to some of us. However... The concept of leadership, I do believe, is 100% a skill. Just some of us happen to be a little bit better at it than others. Just like any sport, uh, I mean, lots of things in life, right? When you, you know, it comes to a skill, some people are just naturally better. I have better hand-eye coordination than other people, right? I was larger than other people. I don't think that's a skill, though, to be honest with you. <laughs> but so we wanted to dig in today and talk about this concept of leadership is a skill, um, so honestly, Jeremy, from your, from your idea, do you think this is a long game or do you think it's more a short game type of deal, meaning growing the skill of leadership? I mean, I think it's a long game ultimately. And like you said, is it, is it, is it born or bred? And within leadership as a skill, there's often skills or attributes, right? That we could list off ad nauseum. Yeah. This person has this ability or this skill. You've mentioned hand-eye coordination. This person is creative. This person has empathy. This person has. And so as I start to develop those things, it starts to grow that long term of I'm, I'm developing a leadership as a skill. Yeah. Ultimately, the question is, is am I working for myself or am I thinking of others? Mm. You know? In sales and in business, initially it was, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. This is in it for me. Yeah. As I started to learn that, what really drove me was seeing others grow. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that stuff, some of it came natural because of my personality is very relationship focused. So intuitively I could empathize or I could see from other people's perspective or really uh, collaborate well with people to help them grow. Over time, it was, oh, there's other things that I got to learn here to like a video game leveling up on that leadership as a skill. Yeah, there, there's there's strategies to this. There's tactics to it. There's, you know, specifics uh, of ways to do things as a leader. Right? Like we have laid out, like we got, you know, we've dove it down to six rules and six mindsets, you know, but I, I think that it's a campaign. It's a continuous improvement process from, I mean, from Jump Street, to be honest with you, to the end of whatever your career is. Mm -hmm. But I mean, then again, and, you know, I think this is going to be the next episode. My wife and I are going to dive into leadership at home. 
it's like, I, does that ever end? You know, type right. of a deal. I don't think so. Right. I mean, we just went on a, a fun fishing trip and building relationships with my daughters on the on the boat. And I'm thinking like, hey, wait, that's like rule number one, unite and support, build relationships and do teamwork. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, that's even more important, too. And I'm learning something out there, you know, and I'm the and I'm the leadership guy, you know, but talking about building relationships and things like that. But I think what I mean by like a campaign is that it needs to be consistent, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily. So you're saying I can't go watch a TED Talk and be a good leader? It's like, probably not. You might feel good, right? Um, but it's not probably not going to make much of a difference when you go and you know you talk to Bob who starts yelling at you or blaming something on you or somebody's getting defensive or pointing a finger and, and all these different types of things. So I, I think that when it comes to building the skill of leadership, one, you need to know what you're building, mm-hmm. right? The specifics of what you're building, like is it communication that you need to get better at it? Um, is it learning how to conform to influence? Is how do you unite, unite a team? Like there's lots of different things with that. So it's like, I'm learning how to be a better leader. Oh, what skill exactly right. of leadership? I mean, people can't answer that question usually. Yeah. They don't even know what they're diving into. Um, and then, you know, I think there's another piece here where when you're learning leadership, when you're improving your leadership, like you have to talk about it after you try it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get better at conforming to influence. Okay, yesterday I did X, Y, Z. Now let's talk about it. Let's debrief it after I've tried something. What did I do good? What did I do bad? Um, and things like that. But what do you think are some other kind of myths or obstacles or barriers to growing the skill of leadership and leadership being a skill that can be learned. I think one of the biggest obstacles is uh, you don't know what you don't know. Awareness. I have no, I mean, I want to be a leader, but what does that truly mean? What are the attributes that I am trying to grow Mm -hmm. strategically or tactically? Yeah. Right? Within um, a lot of our leadership principles with our company, Desi, we have six rules. Mm-hmm. And we have that broken down tactically where we can say, guys, like you mentioned already, unite in support. Like I have to be able to, you know, not only empathize with my team, but I also have to be able to get the vision out there. Mm-hmm. I also have to be able to be inspirational and convince you to do things. Yeah. If I'm seeing first and further ahead, I have to bring the people that I want to influence along. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I would take it from the standpoint of, you know, who, who's been on both sides of the fence in my life? Who's been a good leader? And what are some of those traits that I really want to latch on to to learn? Yeah. And on the flip, whether it's me as a leader and I've failed many times or I was in a position where it was positional leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Did I have somebody that was I reported to and was in charge of me, but they had authority but not influence? Yeah. Those are two big differences there. Very different. And so it's getting that awareness because then you can start to tackle, like you said, Desi, which one of these do I want to learn and level up? Yeah. Because as I start to uncover and look at, you know, understanding, vision, strategy, mission, tactics, listening skills. Am I flexible, right? Am I able to execute? 
Mm-hmm. Those are all tools that we have to kind of list off and say, yeah, this is one to 10, I'm a two. Mm-hmm. One to 10, I'm an eight, right? Uh, typically when I'm, you know, as a worker bee, it's very easy to make simple things complex. As a leader, it's the opposite. Am I able to make crooked lines straight? Am I able to help somebody bring understanding and, you know, I, I call it ding fries are done. You know, at the fast food restaurant. Yeah. I don't need to know the temperature and when the fries are done. I put them in the bin, push a button, and when it beeps, am I able to get that across right. eloquently to where there's buy-in? Mm-hmm. Um, communication is one of our foundations yeah. at Maynard. And so that one is a biggie. Am I able to really communicate and not just inform? Yeah, we talk about these six rules. I mean, really, if you can't communicate, you will fail at all six. Like, I'm just, just looking at it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, there's there's not one of the six yeah, let's that you can do. And for those that you guys will be probably taking the, this uh, mini workshop or this course, but for those that... Uh, don't know these, list off the six, and then, yeah, let's think of this communication. Yeah. Is, is it needed in any of these? So from our perspective, from everything that we've learned in the business world in the in, on, in the sports arena, which are, are extremely parallel in that it's a group of people united together trying to accomplish one goal. Mm-hmm. Same difference, fill in the blank on business, on corporate, on uh, sports, or on military, honestly. Any of the three, exactly the same. Um, but we we kind of have broke it down into six rules, skills, if you if you would call them, that you want to improve, that you want to learn. Um, these are the six skills it takes to become a good leader. So number one is unite and support, which is really when it comes down to it is teamwork. Mm-hmm. Number two is keeping it simple, like communicating simply, not complex. Number three, prioritize and execute. Like we can't do seven things at once. We have to do one thing. Um, inform, update, and clarify, number four, to make sure that we're having the right meetings with the right people. Right? We always say it's like brushing your teeth. you got to do it every day, yeah. not, not for 10 minutes on Saturday. Um, number five, distribute and empower. That's delegating, everyone leading, no one waiting, making sure we're teaching, training, equipping, and empowering. And then number six, innovate and adapt. Everything changes. People change. Technology changes. Stay ahead of the game. More importantly, stay ahead of competition. For sure. Yes. Right? Um, these are the six rules of the game. I mean, if you learn them and you develop these skills, you absolutely will win in the long game of leadership. You can get more of those on our website, mayorleadership.com. Um, but that's kind of the essence of what we're talking about today. But you, you started to talk about the good leaders and the bad leaders in our life. And I think what I've found successful for myself is what are people telling me that I'm good at, right? Like I remember um, a perfect center of a good leader, my dad. Um, people used to always tell him that regardless of the sport or the group of people or whatever the thing that they were doing, he could figure out how to get a group of people to win at something, right? Now winning is relevant and it's all dependent on what we're doing. Um, but I used to always like to say that, like, I, I would want to, like, I, I'd want to jump on, like, a rowing team as a sport and be like, I've never done this before, but I bet you I can figure out how to get this team to win just by asking them and uniting that team, mm-hmm. right? Another great one, Ted Lasso, the show Ted Lasso, absolutely amazing leader. 
honestly, the the one thing that he does really well is unite and support. You know, and he has learned that skill throughout all of his failures on how to bring a team together, how to build relationships that trump the chain of command, and how to build a team that fights for each other at the end of the day. Right. So and you know, talking about those skills and, and how to become aware, right, is what do people tell you that you're already good at as a leader? Yeah. You know? Well, and has that trust been built enough that even on the stuff, Desi, that you're not good at, I can listen to you tell me. Right? I can hear you say, because a lot of times people will placate you mm-hmm. because maybe you're naturally good at something and that's just something that they're gonna tell you. But ultimately, you mentioned being able to build relationships. I heard uh, Dr. Henry Cloud recently on uh, Donald Miller's podcast. Oh, yeah. Talking about his new book, Trust. And he says, you know, physiologically, biologically, everything within us constantly is asking the question, am I safe? Our -hmm. brains are trying to keep us alive and burn less calories. We're in a work environment that could be stressful, could be political, whatever. We're asking, am I safe? And if I'm looking to a leader, I want them to know that they care about me, that they're empowering me, that they're giving me the tools I need, that they're mm-hmm. giving me the value, not because I'm another cog in the wheel, yeah, I'm another number on a ledger, but that they truly care. Mm-hmm. And not just from let's be best friends and barbecue, because we have a same goal and a purpose that we're heading towards, and I need to know. Let me know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Walk me through that and give me these objectives. But I also want to know, not just on the bright spots, what are my blind spots? Yeah. Are you able to tell me if I have a booger in my nose? Mm-hmm. And am I able to receive that because you've built that platform of influence that even though that might hurt, I can listen to you and I can grow and then we can execute and get on to the bigger picture. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... To me, another kind of obstacle or barrier to growing the skill of leadership is that people don't prioritize it because they don't think it's the most important thing. And I think that's kind of a whole nother podcast in itself of leadership is the most important thing. Sounds like we got our title. Um, But uh, I don't think that, for one, companies and, and two, the individuals they don't prioritize it in the fact that like, yeah, I'm reading a book, right? Or yeah, I watched a TED talk or I'm going to, you know, pencil whip this this leadership assessment they gave me or whatever, um, you know, or they sent me to leadership school for a week. Um, I know in some industries that we work in, that's a common theme. And the leadership school is, you know, rah-rah stuff that it, it, you don't even get anything specific type of a deal but I think that's a big myth people don't set aside specific regular time to work on being a better leader right there are specific skills to this right we just laid them out here for you Mm -hmm. but we don't go try those skills and then talk about those skills and debrief them and then try it again a different way and what did we do wrong what did we do right how did it go Right when it comes to unity and building unity in your team, what are the strategies and tactics to actually do that? Mm-hmm. Right, and which ones have I tried? What am I naturally better at? Do I have a certain way to do that that someone else doesn't? Right, and and all these different things, but people don't do that. They get promoted, and then they just start doing whatever 
they think they should do, which usually ends up being an egotistical, tyrannical, you know what, um, that leads with fear and emotion. And that's like all of the opposite ways to be a leader. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, you know, I think that's probably the biggest barrier is the lack of thinking that they're already good at it. Right. Or that, oh, I, I, yeah, I, I read a book a while ago or, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah. Well, and even if I'm not good at it and you've promoted me in that, the expectation that I should be good at it is there so often if it's i'm going to be tyrannical and i should just or it's is it an imposter syndrome and i'm afraid to be aware and ask for help yeah right oftentimes some of the best leaders uh not unlike ted lasso's show or even other guys that we've heard um and seen like simon sinek say i love being the guy that's the dumb guy in the room yeah be the idiot in the room love it i want to come in and say guys i I want to show you that I, I can listen and you guys are more capable, right? If if I'm the most important person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. Yeah. And so it, it's it's maybe having the courage mm-hmm. to own that and to be vulnerable and say, I I don't have it all figured out and I'm learning. They yeah. put me in this position for these areas mm-hmm. that we're going to grow on. And and you're right, the, the time management aspect in looking at prioritizing how do I grow this skill of a leadership? Yeah. Versus I'm just looking at ledgers in an operational mode in business doing my day to day. It's, you know, we've had that on repeat that as a leader, you're no longer responsible for the work. You're responsible for the people that are responsible for the work oftentimes. Mm-hmm. The numbers, the sales, the quotas, the goals. What does that mean? And how can I be responsible to these people? help them do their job more effectively, grow them, influence, inspire them. And that's that's a big challenge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. Either I either figure I are it all figured out because that's why they hired me. Yep. Or I'm afraid to say I don't have it all figured out, so I have to portray that I do. Yeah. That's a great perspective, honestly. And it happened both of them happen all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Let, let's apply this to, to some business scenarios here, right? So to me, one of the most often ones is um, the person who's doing the work, they did it well for a while, they got promoted, and now they're in charge of the people who are doing the work. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that they've never been trained on is how to manage people. They like Let's call it plumbing, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm a great plumber. The company has grown. I've done really good plumbing work. I got promoted. Now I'm the project manager of two different crews of two plumbers each. And it's my job to have four, to manage four people that all have different personalities, right? That all work different ways. They have different motivations. They're they're different people, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm just going to go at it like I think and tell them what to do and tell them where to go. And man, three days in, two of them were fighting. Yeah. And one of them said they didn't get paid. And another one said and yelled at me and said, no, I'm not going to do that. And, oh, now what? Right? Oh, how's that leadership skill going for you? Right. Right. And, and there's a couple of gaps there. One, the company provided no actual structured training when it comes to being a leader and a manager of people. Right. Like there's, there was no, no training put into place. Mm-hmm. Go get them, Tiger. Right. You got this. You were good at plumbing. 
right? And then two, same with the individual. Like I'm not gonna let's not let them off the hook either. They didn't seek anything out as an individual to be like I'm a leader now. So maybe I should go learn some things about leadership, about communication, listening, unity, all these different things that we've been talking about. But, you know, I think that's one thing that happens, I mean, every day, mm-hmm. weekly. I mean, we hear about it all the time, at least a couple, three times a month, you know, with, with clients that we bring on. You know, so I think that the, the structure of that, like, how do you build a leadership skill? Okay, well, first thing you got to know is what you're building. Where are they currently at? Where's their baseline, mm-hmm. right? Based on themselves and the people that they're leading. I think both are important, right? It comes from kind of a 360 degree. There's people, that's a familiar concept. Um, and then I think there needs to be a structure to it. There's a curriculum to this. That's why we call it a campaign um, that it's designed, right? We're working on this skill. We're going to debrief it. This needs to come from the individual and from the company, both, to there should be a mentor involved, right? There should be some type of coach involved um, and, and all those different things. But I think that's one application of business that, that companies miss all the time is that a, a leadership development program within the company, mm-hmm. you know, whether we come in and develop it and then send you off to run it or you've already got your own leadership university within your company, whatever it may be, but do you have a structured training environment and curriculum for a new leader and also a sustainment program, training program, right? And maybe I'm making that sound fancier than it is, but do your leaders get together once a month to even just talk about their leadership skills? Well, we're going to we're going to invest in marketing. We're going to invest in human capital by staff. We're going to invest in our product and R&D and often what we see is Where's the leadership investment? Mm-hmm. Because it is an obscure, because in your scenario with the plumbers, it's not unlike a lot of sales organizations to say, we're going to spend a week on the product. There's the market. Go get them, Tiger. Mm-hmm. Those that have grit, that have passion, that have drive, they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Right? They're going to say, I need to learn how to herd cats. I need to learn how to communicate better. I need to learn to listen to the problem so I'm not constantly in reactive mode and putting out fires. But if they had a structure that this is how you communicate now to your team. Yep. If they had a structure that says this is how not only do you hold others accountable for work that needs to be done, but this is how you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. This is how you apologize when you, because let's face it, um, when you were a worker before you were a leader, when you were just in athletics in a sport before you got very good and leveled up and then coached you failed drills you failed game we screw up and that can't be so taboo of a stigma when we're in leadership that we ignore that and say when i if they know that i screw up that's weak mm-hmm. but if i learn in a structured way here's how to hold people accountable here's how to communicate here's how to give projections here's how to set work on and achieve goals as a company, as a team, what that does to a learning curve in a team is night and day. Mm-hmm. It's exponential. And so uh, I know you guys hear our passion on this because it's really what we do. Uh, we, we eat, sleep, and breathe this because we've been through not only the trial and error, but we also see companies that have 
an amazing culture oftentimes, but are hurting because at that level, when it gets to leadership, they're just kind of ready, fire, aiming it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not to say that Desi and I have every single answer when it comes to leadership. Heck, we've learned so much from giants before us and still learn every day. And that's why I say, we're still going to fail. We're still going to make, but knowing that this is a skill that can be learned and seeing the fruit of teams that have put in place a, a leadership program or not only just a program, but have invested in their leaders, Mm -hmm. it, it makes such a difference in the end game of where they're trying to go. Yeah. And I think, honestly, just to land the plane on this, you know, whether you're a company or an individual within a company, either way, either perspective, you know, I think I, I just want to leave you with this. Like, if you don't have any of this, you're like, man, Desi, this this is good and we need something like this. Like, let me just give you just a couple of simple things tactically that you can do. Like, set aside one to two hours a week, you know, with your leaders or if it's just you're an individual, just with yourself. And choose a skill and start to study that one skill and then try a new tactic, come back, even if you're journaling, and debrief it. What went good? What went bad? What will you try next time? Right? And really, that's it. And then does is this different with Bob than it is Susie? You know? And just over time, you'll develop your own curriculum. Mm-hmm. Right? Even if it's just, you know, the the veterans in the in the crowd um, sharing what they've learned and kind of a mentor relationship when it comes to leadership and just having that collaboration about it. Like this doesn't have to be perfect. Um, it, it, it does need to be done. And it does need to happen. Yeah. Um, but you can work on making it better and better over time, you know, and that's that's where we come in a lot of times. But it needs to start and it needs to be happening regularly. Um, and you can do that in any way that you want. Make it your own. But man, if you're not setting aside one to two hours a week to become a better leader, to become a better leadership team in that specific area and those specific skills, like you're missing out and you, your your results, your bottom line is being affected. The, the key to this, guys, and that is such a good point, Desi, is your day is going to get away from you tomorrow and the next day. And not unlike budgeting your money and investments, you have to do it prior to. If you're not setting up your week and looking at what you have coming for the upcoming week and month, do that now. Start and say next week on this date at this time, I'm blocking this out. And if you are brand new and you're like, well, that's good and I'm going to block out time, but I'll probably just be daydreaming and wishing because I don't really know exactly the skills I want to learn. Your task from now until then is to find a leader Find somebody you know and just say, hey, man, uh, I see that you've been influential in my life or that you're just a leader in general in the company. Can I take 10 minutes of your time and ask them, as a leader, what do you look for in other leaders as attributes and skills? We've listed off six rules. We've given you some rules and some skills that you can use, but add that to the list. Now, when it's Wednesday at 1 p.m., like Desi said, Write those down, choose one of them, and even though it's an arbitrary rating, rate yourself now on a one to five based on what I know on this skill and how I implement it, I'm probably a one. Implement, like Desi said, 
You can't just learn it from a TED Talk or a book. You have to learn the concept and you have to act on it. And you will fail. You're going to screw it up. Good. Fail fast. Then come back to the table and write it down. What did I try? How did it work? Was it a single, a double, a home run, or did I strike out? <laughs> and then you iterate. We sharpen and we do that. And I promise you, and Desi promises you, mm -hmm. that in two, three, four, five weeks of doing this, you're going to find that that one went to a three. Yep. Went, and you're going to start to level up and start to really get some of these concepts. That's a really good tip, Desi. Yeah, absolutely. Leadership is a skill. It can be learned. Go start learning it right now. And hey, if you need some help with that, go check us out at mainerleadership.com. You can book a call with us. We can dive into these. You can find our rules of the game and our winning mindsets right on our website and listen to you know more of this content on YouTube and all the socials. Give us a follow there. We're here to help. We want to help you build that skill of leadership. And that's what we've set out to do today. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Let's go.